the college football experience SMU Mustangs 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to uh, IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Draft Day 2.0. Yes, make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0 starting August 9th at noon Pacific. The Sports Gambling Podcast's own Ryan Real Money Kramer will begin drafting for 24 straight hours. Yes, the Fantasy Football Marathon. It's going to help raise money for Daryl, a loyal listener of ours. Uh, so, and he was injured in a motorcycle accident. So, come on, look you you got you got your fantasy draft coming. Check it out. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day for more details. That's draft day 2.0 on August 9th at noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. SMU Mustangs 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh. oh man, you know I love talking Pony Express. You know I love talking Mustang football. I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, side lad kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, gobble gobble. Whoa, there we go. I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> there we yeah, go. It's a similar vibe that you get at SMU. <laughs> Bosworth definitely could have passed for SMU. You know, imagine if you had Bosworth and Eric Dickerson on the same. Oh man, well they pretty much had him. All right. They pretty much, you go back. I mean, that's what's hilarious. It's easy to see a tide turn. A tide did turn in in the early 1980s when SMU, you know, just said, Hey, we're going to start paying players like, like the rest of college football was doing. Yes. Maybe it was a little more out in the open, (laughs) (laughs) but, but the reality is, is they're kind of like the, they were ahead of their time, man. They were ahead of their time. The fact Uh, that the, the gold Cadillac or or Mustang, (laughs) it was, that was actually from a and M that wasn't even SMU. It was just a and M, you know, being jealous of SMU outbidding them, you know? And, and look, this is the SMU Mustangs folks. I mean, it's a rich history. Our boy, June Jones, been on the show used to be a head coach there. 
you go back to the days of Ron Meyer and stuff. I'm not a Craig James guy. We're, we're team Mike Leach over here. Hell yeah. But Craig James was a good running back for them. He also played in the USFL him and Eric Dickerson, the pony express. I mean, this team was loaded in the, I'm telling you for a lot of years, Patty C. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Wes Hopkins, fantastic safety for the Philadelphia Eagles was part of that team. Michael Carter, the defensive tackle for the Niners, won a bunch of Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, Joe Phillips, a defensive tackle uh, that played for the Chargers. Uh, I mean, Jerry Ball. You go on and on and on. This team was filthy uh, for a long time. There, Gary Moten, I think, was was one. But um, Patty C, this is SMU, baby. All right, and they're back. All right. Look at Cole Beasley. Look at Emmanuel Sanders. They're back, baby. Oh yeah. I recently read this offseason because I will say this. Part of what makes college football so great, Patty C, is what? Rivalries, right? Sure. Well, SMU and TCU have had quite the football rivalry, right? They have. The Iron Skillet. That's it's right. been happening since 1915, right? Mm-hmm. Since 1915. And damn, if if I gotta find my uh, if Sonny Dykes, the head coach of SMU, <laughs> leaves for TCU after beating them the last two years, that is brutal, man. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. So guess what? I was I was great. I was reading online nil money for the Group of Five, and that is cons- that is also with. Cincinnati, BYU, and and UCF still being considered a a group of five. Guess who's number one in the nation in nil money? And and uh, I think I think you better watch out for the future of this of this Mustang team, Patty C, because it's easy to see. Look, you don't change horses in midstream, and that's what Sonny Dykes did because it pissed off the fan base for SMU, and they put up a lot of money, and all of a sudden. This program is number one in the group of five uh, regarding NIL. I mean, think about that. If if Texas A&M was their primary competition in the '80s before they got that death penalty, right? And they were getting they were outbidding A&M for absolute stud running backs, right? Then now Texas A&M just did it last year and had the number one recruiting class in the nation. The, the irony, the irony, though, that A&M just did that and yeah. and they gave the death penalty to SMU. To SMU. And, I, and I remember like. I wish I was more I prepared on this episode to talk about this because I'm prepared just to talk about the 2022 season, but I was reading some type of book on that. And I want to stay if it wasn't for the ties in Texas legislature, like in the state. Yeah. Like just didn't have guys high enough in the uh, political uh, system. That's what really gave him the death penalty. Yeah, I'm sure. Like their ties. Like I want to say, I don't, I don't recall if the governor was from Texas or Texas A and M, but it was kind of a little bit of bullshit there. Like, yes, they were cheating, yeah. but so was everybody yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else was cheating just as bad. Well, a and M obviously got uh trash pretty hard publicly uh, by Nick Saban and the likes, um, but by Eric Dickerson back then too. By Eric Dick- That's true. <laughs> Hello. But, uh, but you know what? No, no harm, no foul from a, 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 a sanction standpoint. So if the money is right for SMU. Now all these years Watch later, out. they get that train rolling again. Watch out. Yeah. Dallas is a big city, yep. big city. And SMU loves their football. Um, and what is the, I'm, I'm looking up quickly. The enrollment It's a smaller school, right? Or is that TCU? I'm thinking 11,000. So 12,000 people. At Not SMU. a big school. Yeah. yeah. But Hey, 
doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. All right, let's go. I want to see them spend top dollar. If you're an SMU fan or alumni listening to this, I would ask you to to donate to (laughs) to to football and the rising stock of the Mustangs. All right, because I think they could be perfect. They could be exactly what college football needs. Imagine if they if they start spending the same amount of money as A and M or Texas or some of these other schools. Yeah, in Texas. Oh yeah. Well, they'll get a power five invite in, in no time, but that's what we just need that diversity though. Cause look, they wouldn't, cause I don't think Texas would want them in the sec. So that's what we need for the big 12 to come up. There you go. The pac 12 to grab them. Have these high, highly potent programs uh, living up to their potential three straight winning seasons in the last four years, uh, a 10 and three season, seven wins in that uh, COVID shortened season. Yes. Doing things under Sonny Dykes, he did do a good job. Let's be honest. Um, but Rhett Lashley, Rhett Lashley comes in. He was used to be the OC a couple of years ago in, in Dallas with with the Mustangs. He was at Miami last year, and you know it's a name that I think a lot of people. It was it was a hot name in college football. Rhett Lashley. He's young. Um, sure. He's he's just. I mean, what? he likes to throw the ball around. Thirty nine. He was under Dykes there, right, for a couple of years. But he's had stops. Patty C. Get this. Uh, Two thousand six Arkansas. Who was the head coach there? Was that Road Rash face Bobby Petrino or I was that? I think that was Malzahn. No, might Malzahn have been Houston Nut. Was Arkansas State? Um, it might have been Houston Nut. Okay. I, I'm not sure. It's either Nut or Petrino. In 2006, Arkansas. Um, I kind of want to say it's Houston Nut if I had to guess. Right? I think you're right. So he he was a GA under under Houston Nut. 2006, it was Houston Nut. Yeah. So he was a GA for one year in 06 with Houston Nut. Then he was a GA at Auburn for two years in nine and ten, which I would imagine would That's be Malzahn, or uh, Chiswick, I guess Chiswick, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he goes to Samford in the FCS for a year as their OC. Then he goes to Arkansas State with Malzon, right? In 2012. Yeah. yeah. Then he goes to Auburn for three years with Malzon, right? Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Yukon in 2017, right? Random. Right before their national championship. <laughs> and then he goes to SMU and then Miami and then SMU. So this is uh I think it's a this could be a good hire. Oh, I mean, he's young. He's uh, yeah, he's, he's one of the f- most up and coming, like, you know, hot shot offensive minds in the game right now. Um, yeah. I mean, a little more uh, pro style, I guess with Ryan uh, uh, Van Dyke last year, still tossed uh, the rock around a lot. Yeah, They threw yeah. the ball yeah. most of the way. Um, so I would expect more of the same. You got a guy like Mordecai who led the uh, and conference Preston stone. So they had their passing. highest recruit yeah. ever last year. Does that include Dickerson? <laughs> Can't be. I don't know. <laughs> right, but uh, at least uh, since the recruiting <laughs> services started, uh, that was around 2000. I can't imagine. By the yeah. way, I just want a quick caveat here. <laughs> now that we're in these 17 game NFL seasons, Eric Dickerson can retire as the only as the yes. leading running back in a 16 game NFL True. regular season True. of all time. Congrats SMU. And, and, and now we just, I would, I would also say expand the college football playoffs because we want to get these players ready for the NFL. So let's play 16 college football. There games, you go. All right. Um, it's irresponsible if we don't. Yes. Uh, Patty C the quarterback situation is fantastic. Tanner Mordecai and Preston Stone. So Mordecai used to be at Oklahoma folks. If you don't remember this, who did he lose? Did he lose it to Rattler? Rattler. I yeah. Think, yeah. So Rattler beat him out. 
He transferred to SMU. And so he's very talented. Uh, last year he put up some, some video game like numbers. Uh, they also have Preston stone who is a huge recruit for them. So they are completely sound at the quarterback spot. They get three of five back on the offensive line led by center Branson Hickman. They got one of their better receivers over the past couple of years has been Rashi rice. He's back, but he's only one of the, he's the only starter back at wide out from a season ago. I think they're going to rely on Jordan Curley, which I would imagine is Jeremy Curley's brother, the old Texas Christian wide receiver that played for the New York jets. Uh, Calcaterra is gone. He yeah. was great for them. He, was a, he got drafted. That's, yeah. uh, by the way, shout out to SMU fans. You had uh, two players drafted more than Texas this year. Boom. So, what up? <laughs> Horns down. That's right. Rasheed Rice, you're right. 64 catches, 670 yards. And I think he was touchdowns. dinged up a little bit. I think even a, a year, I've used him in DFS a few times. He's a beast. So I would imagine him, Curly. They also went to the transfer portal, which I will get to. Um, they are breaking in a new tight end and Nolan Matthews Harris. I mean, I guess I should talk about the, he's an Arizona state transfer. Um, and at the running back spot, they got, they let you Ulysses S grant a, uh, leave for Ole Miss because they got Kamara Wheaton. L- Ulysses Bentley didn't leave until they got Kamara Wheaton and then realized, Oh yeah, I got a, a, a an absolute stud coming in and taking my carries. Kamara Wheaton is, is, was the third highest recruited running back in 2021. And he went to Bama and apparently he flashed at Bama before an injury. Yeah. 10, six in the hundred yeah. supposed to be a, a, a game breaker. That was one of the biggest uh, transfer portal gets this whole off season. Kamar Wheaton from Alabama, Very but he'll nice. be mixed with Vel- and a big frame on him. He's a true, uh true thoroughbred. Yeah. With Trey Siggers and uh, Velton Gardner. Trey Siggers leading rusher from last year, 727 yards. It's kind of a stacked backfield there. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, defensive coordinator, new DC, because Jim Levitt is gone. Uh, Scott Simmons, new DC, 86th in scoring defense, 39th in rush defense. The, obviously, this was Levitt's defense. Uh, 124th in pass defense, charting at 92nd overall in the one year Levitt was there. Seven starters back on defense, though, two of three on the defensive line, led by Elijah Chapman. Two of three in the linebacking core, led by Jimmy Phillips, uh, and three of five in the secondary, led by Armani Johnson at the cornerback spot. Uh, they also have Jahari Rogers at the other cornerback spot, who's a transfer from Florida. Uh, they are breaking in what seems to be a new, well, interesting. Uh, I think a new kicker, new punter. Yeah, so same. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I think he's got some reps. He's got to be yeah. an Aussie. Yeah, uh, I have no idea if he is or not, but I know he's. Uh, supposedly six eight two thirty two. I love it. We have a new punt god. <laughs> we have a new punt god. Uh, I'm oh. proposing a Pat McAfee award for. Uh, I like that punters that hit. This guy actually needs to be included on that. I like that. I like that. I mean, I think this is a pretty good team to walk into, and we're gonna get the transfer portal because boy, did Rhett Lashley and the Mustangs hit hit some dingers when it came to the transfer portal. Hello. We're going to talk recruiting rankings. We're going to talk what Las Vegas expects from the SMU Mustangs and what we expect. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. Um, But first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you folks that the SMU Mustangs 2022 college football season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Yes. IP vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off. If you go to IP slash SGP, 
That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by draft day 2.0. Make sure to check out draft day 2.0 starting August 9th at noon Pacific Ryan real money Kramer of the sports gambling podcast will begin drafting for 24 straight hours. The fantasy football marathon will raise money for Daryl. Uh, shout out to Daryl He's a loyal listener of SGPN. Uh, Daryl was injured in a motorcycle accident. So uh, trying to help him out here. Uh, so head over to sports gambling slash draft day for more details. And we're also brought to you by odds trader. Yeah. Odds trader. You're probably wondering what's that? Well, it's a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. Yeah. You can uh, compare all the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to see which one gives you the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game statistics, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets. Um, it has a bet tracker for all your bets. You can highlight those, and and you know it'll it'll basically alert you to them. All your betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. That's oddstrader.com/bluewire. The no odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Patty C, we are back talking Mustang football. I mean, a lot of fun, a lot of fun talking Mustang football. The transfer uh, situation here is going to be the most exciting part of this whole (laughs) whole podcast. I feel like. Oh man, Uh, let's just try to go through a little bit of them. All right, Uh, defensive end David. Incoming, uh, this is yeah. yeah. Incoming transfers. Uh, Defensive end David Abiera from Texas. All right, wide receiver Cavante Dixon, Texas. Cornerback Kavaris Hall, Tulane. Uh, Linebacker Kamar or Cameron Farrar from Oklahoma State. Offensive tackle Owen Condon from the Georgia Bulldogs. Wide receiver Jake Bailey for the Rice Owls. Running back Kamara Wheaton, Alabama. Uh, wide receiver Theodore Knox, Mississippi State. Linebacker Jaquandis Burns, Miss, uh, Minnesota. Safety Nick Nick Roberts, ULM. I believe he was all Sunbelt. Uh, linebacker Shannon Reed, Louisville. Tight end Cameron Allen, Michigan State. Safety Chris Amarora from Texas. Offensive tackle Joseph Bissinger, Virginia. Wide receiver Bo Corrales, North Carolina. Running back Velton Gardner, Kansas. Whoo! Boom. I mean, I alluded to this and this doesn't even count all the transfers that they have. Like when, when you go through the whole starting lineup, maybe they were transfers from the year before the year before that. Oh yeah. Fuck. You have like a power five team here. I mean, should I rattle off the last four years of uh, yes. uh, Transfer portal rankings nationally 10, 21, 15, 14 and number one in the conference this year. So they are an absolute threat with that transfer portal. Well, I mean, I see guys. Owen Condon from Georgia is going to start for them. Um, uh, Jake Bailey from Rice, I would imagine, will start for them. Kamar Wheaton from Bama is going to start for them. I, I think there's a chance Bo Corrales, the wide receiver from from North Carolina, starts for him. I think there's a chance some of these other guys are, are starting for them. I mean, this is a deep, deep, uh, deep team when it, it comes to that. You're like, right. If if their previous seasons are you know top twenty uh, transfer classes too, then it seems like a lot of their starters, whether it be from this year. Or from previous years are coming have, through the I transfer portal. That. They have a starting corner from Florida. He wasn't a transfer this year. So yeah. the year before, yeah. they had starting tight end from Arizona State. Not this year. The year before. I mean, you go on and you go through the roster, and you're just like the whole team. It, it, they're like a power five team in a way. I wonder why they're so much m- more effective in the transfer portal than they are in recruiting. Maybe they want to be more. More. Maybe they want to watch the tape at the college level. I don't know. Could be. That could be a talk strategy. to me about recruiting in general, recruiting. Um, it has improved. So maybe that's, maybe it's just a little slower. And obviously the NIL 
is going to affect recruiting. But last five cycles, it's actually improved pretty dramatically. 87, 61, 64, 46, 49. So when they went from 87 to the 40, this team's, high this 40s. team could be a sleeping giant, man. They could, they could. I mean, if they can push that recruiting down into the thirties and their transfer classes remain in the uh, top 20, top 15, top 10, then all of a sudden their composite from a talent standpoint is in somewhere in the top 30. And if you put that with like a uh, group of five competition, they're going to be right there I mean, with like Cincinnati and yeah, the other ones. I was going to say like we know Cincinnati, UCF, BYU are going to be in a power conference next year. But aside from that, we mentioned San Diego State is one that's just a no-brainer. I would say SMU, Memphis, San Jose, not 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 San Jose State, San Diego State, right? As yeah. a no-brainer. I think what would you what would your pecking order be on that? Here, like San Diego State and SMU let's probably pull it the up. tops, right? SMU last year and their composite. Now obviously they've added more and they've added another recruiting class. So they were fifty five in the composite last year. I believe they'll be higher than that once they release those. But we can go team by team and see where each of the other ones. Cincinnati fifty four in the composite. Yeah. So right next to them. Um and that was a playoff team. Uh who else are we talking? Houston? Uh yeah, and UCF. Seventy one. So better than Houston and from a talent standpoint, uh, UCF um, 42. What would San Diego state be there? I know we said it the other day. I just don't remember. San Diego. It's like in the eighties. I thought you said maybe it's SDSU. Why isn't it showing? The reason why I ask is they could be on, I've heard, I've read a couple different things that the the PAC 12 might be considering SMU and San Diego state as the two teams to replace USC and USC or San Diego state was one Oh one. That's wild. Cause they're way better than fucking one one. Yeah. That makes me doubt the shit out of all those recruiting. Yeah, rankings. I know we we right? know that the uh, the the further west you get, the more slept on you get uh, from a uh, yeah. recruiting standpoint. Definitely. Um, so I don't know, man. Let's let's uh, let. So if you're watching on YouTube, first subscribe to the College Football Experience wherever you listen to podcasts at, but especially subscribe on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com/slash uh, the College Experience. Um, and then also uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause I mean, Hey, I like that. They went out and hired uh they went out and hired Rob Lanier from uh, Georgia state. I like that hire. I think the Mustangs could have something going uh, in basketball as Hello. well. Subscribe to the college basketball experience as well. But uh, either way, we're both on YouTube as the college experience. So if you're watching on YouTube, you see this graphic shout out to the SGPN graphics team. It's seven wins is the total Patty. See seven. Should we talk last year? Yeah, we can. Let's talk a little bit about last year. Eight and four. What'd you make of that team last year? I mean, pretty darn impressive in a lot of ways. Granted, the the schedule wasn't necessarily ball breaking. Um, I mean, the TCU win was great. Um, that is a big. They one. were neck and neck with with what I, I still feel like they slightly underachieved for me. Well, a that's lot why the, I'm not high on the Dykes hire. I actually think this is a blessing in disguise for SMU. I think you're right. I mean, Dykes' history as a head coach says that he kind of does this sometimes. Well, well I mean, look, they he doesn't get to an elite, elite level. They shouldn't have lost to Tulsa, in my opinion. They shouldn't have lost to Memphis. Okay, you can make the case the Houston one, and then they needed a hail mary to beat uh, 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 Louisiana Tech. They beat Louisiana Tech on a hail mary. Remember, it got tipped, and the guy on the other side of the end. Oh zone? yeah, that yeah. Was, that was as lucky as it gets. So I, I actually think I get it. They're upset with Dykes leaving. I, I mean, think, I they think it's a blessing in disguise. Pretty good though, dude. The three other four losses were by uh, a touchdown or less. Two of them by a field goal. Their only blowout was at Cincinnati. You know, which is very understandable. 
Other than that, they put up a lot of points in almost every game. Uh, they were kind of passed the eye test last year, but they let a few get away from them. If they win those, I mean, put it this way. If they won the games that they, uh, how many games did they play that were seven points or less the, the Navy game was seven. Uh, Houston was seven. Memphis was three and Tulsa was three. Those are only four games and they went one and three in those. If they go say three and one in that, we're looking at a 10 and two season. And, but my problem is to me is I thought they could have been better in some of those performance. Like, I don't think they have any business losing to Tulsa. Yep. And, and, and I think they should have been better than Memphis. They were better than Memphis than the Memphis beat them. You might be right. And even the La Tech game, I thought like they didn't pass the eye test to me. You should have won by more than that. Uh, you, you got lucky and, and you won. Well, if you're right. And if they're, they are more talented than these teams and uh, uh, Lashley has them playing at a slightly higher level than Dice. Well, I, think, I think it's a better situation. I would, if you ask me, if I was coaching a team, if you, if I'm an athletic director, would you rather have your, team a uh, same roster coached by Sonny Dykes or team B same roster coached by Rhett Lashley? I would say Rhett Lashley. There's less of a history there to lean well, on as that, a head coach, but, but that's what but I'm saying. That part of the excitement is he's 39 and he seems to be a hot name in college football. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think at this point you you should probably be happy with that. If you're SMU agreed, agreed. So uh, Vegas is the, the numbers of flat seven. Uh, the juice is going minus minus one fifteen towards the under uh, minus one Oh five to the over. So Vegas basically saying they kind of think six and six, but really they think seven and five. Yeah. Um, uh, let's get to the schedule. Patty see week zero. No, no, I'm sorry. Not week zero. Week one, we got the Safeway Bowl. This game goes back to like 1919 or something. I put a, I did a tweet over at uh, the College Football Experience at TCE on SGPN the other day about the uh, about this matchup, the Safeway Bowl. Oh, why is it called the uh, Safeway Bowl? Dude? That I don't remember, but um, it is called the Safeway Bowl, and they've owned, I think, North Texas in this rivalry. And here we go. They go to Denton, Texas. This is a sneaky first game, though, for because you have Rhett Lashley in his first game. North Texas has the benefit of playing a conference game week zero. Yeah. So I do think and normally I would be like, oh, give me SMU all day. I'm still going to take SMU, the but trail, I do though, think it's going to be tough. Experienced, but I will say this: and uh, six and seven last year, like you said, bowling. Um, I think. Wait. Wait, wait, oh yeah, you're right. They, they do UT have UTEP. Yeah, they yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they have a little bit of a benefit there of being able to do that. Mm. Play a week zero game, which I think makes this game much harder for SMU in Rhett Lashley's first ever head coaching debut. Some live you know? bullets help a lot. Um I think it does I'm make going it harder. SMU, but I do think this is gonna be a this is gonna be like a 48-45 final. Fortunately for them, not a very long road trip <laughs> to old Denton. So there right around the corner. Um, Who are you taking? I'm taking SMU. I agree. Then Lamar. No, not Lamar Lathan. <laughs> Lamar, Car- the Cardinals. They come into old Gerald Ford Stadium. Take on uh, the Mustangs. 2 0, Patty C. 2 0. Where so, is Beaumont, Texas? Is that anywhere near uh, Dallas? I'm thinking it's by Houston, if I had to guess. Okay. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. I mean, I've been through Texas a bunch, but I don't remember. I'm Texas is so fucking big. I can't remember. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I'm, I'll pull it up. We'll see if it's not. It's just for uh, interest anyway. But uh, Beaumont, Texas, is that at all close to Dallas? You're right. It's down near Houston. Look at Boom. you, geography well, you know, major over here. I've spent a good amount of time in Texas. You know, having Lone Stars and kicking back. 
You know, nothing but steers and other things in Texas, and no steers oh, around man. here, buddy. <laughs> Hell. Uh, I, I did some stand up in El Paso and Austin also before, so I've been I bounced around. I bounced around old old Texas. <laughs> uh, Patty C. Week three, they head to College Park, Maryland, in a game that I think is pretty fucking fire as far as offensive. Uh, you yeah. want to talk about an arena football game? Yeah. Maryland's defense was terrible last year. Mordecai versus Tonga Vailoa. Those you, are both you like taken here. What was Mordecai? Was he a five star? I think so. I think he might have been. We got um, two gigantic recruits. Yeah. At quarterback going at it. Man, this is a close game. I I'll take Maryland, I guess. I don't know. It's a far trip. Maryland was what? Five and seven last year? Six and six. Six and six. Yeah. Um, that is a far ass trip. Mordecai was a four star. Um, I'm going to go with, I'll say Maryland. I'll say Maryland. This is going to be a three point game. Yeah. I, I do not think it's going to be a blowout. This is going to be a thousand yards of offense. Here we go. I'll say they go one and one in this two game stretch here. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Cause next up you get the battle of the iron skillet. They host. Oh, this place is going to be rocking. You know, this place is going to oh, be rocking yeah. for this one. I like that. It's in Dallas. Sunny Dykes comes into Gerald Ford stadium. Oh, give me, give me SMU. Yeah. Three and one through the month of September. They open up October, Saturday, October 1st. They head to the moon bounce Patty C. They head to Orlando to take on UCF at the moon bounce. UCF's coming off of Georgia tech, but unfortunately Georgia tech doesn't run the triple option offense and that should be a route. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm taking UCF now. Interesting because uh, SMU won fifty-five to twenty-eight last year, so that's uh, what four touchdowns almost. Yeah. Um. So tough, tough. Uh, you're seeing that tide turning, I guess, pretty pretty fast there for old UCF. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go UCF. It's too. easy to see a tide turn. Um. So what's that? Three and two. Then their bye week, and they get the bye week in a great spot because you need that bye week to prep for the triple option and the Navy midshipman, Patty C. I got Navy on the upset. Oh, calling it in Dallas. We do know that these uh, these service academies go down to Texas and do damage. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Didn't didn't SMU get routed by one of them at some point? I think so. I think they I got think they like, like 70, a 70 spot yeah. by somebody. It might've even been Navy. Um, <laughs> I don't see it happening this year on a Friday night. I'm going SMU upset special. Give me the midshipman. Uh, then next we go. They, they are hosting the Cincinnati Bearcats in our sling game of the season. I highlighted this one for the sling game of the season folks. It's it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space, and pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. Sling. Patty, see, this is my sling game of the year here. They did give up 75 points to Navy in uh, 2016. So I'm saying, 75 points. (laughs) Gosh. Watch it. Levitt's not the DC anymore. (laughs) 
watch it. All yeah. right. Um, so I got him. Uh, what? I got him three and three. You got him losing to Cincy. No, I got him three and four after that Cincy game. Mm. Uh, I got him four and three. Then they head to H. A. Chapman Stadium to take on the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. This game bothers me. I'm gonna take SMU, but I I, I feel like I can never get a good read on Tulsa. <laughs> Tulsa beat them last year. Tulsa's a strange team. They're always way better than what you think they are. Like even when they're three and nine, they're like three wins. They're, they'll have like six chippy losses. They're oh, yeah. a strange team. I mean, they were right there in the uh, Ohio State game. Yeah, well, the <laughs> conference championship yeah. probably should have hosted it if Cincinnati had the balls to come in to Tulsa to play yeah. the regular yeah. season game there. Um, and look, uh, last uh, what last six seven games? One two three four five six. Six and two or two and six in their last eight against Tulsa. Oh man. Two and six in their last eight against Tulsa. Uh <sighs> look, almost all these games though, by ten points or less. In fact, if we go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in a row by ten points or less, this is a freaking game right here. It's in Tulsa. I'm taking SMU. I'm taking SMU too. They're due for another so one. So that that now I'm at what? Four and five? Uh, Does that sound right? Four and five. Yeah, that's what you got him at. I can't have him at four and five. No, yeah, they you got him at uh, four and four. Four and four. Yeah. Four and four, and then they're home to the Houston Cougars. They lost that's by seven. One. This is a this is a this is an awesome game. Between Tulsa and Houston, I'm giving I'm having them go one and one. So I've got them at this point at five and four. And depending on what you do with that Houston game, I got them beating Houston. You got them at five and four as well. Yeah. Then they head to Raymond James to take on South Florida, who's a fucking enigma. I think they're going to be. I mean, I think they're going to be terrible, but they keep getting like great transfer report rankings. Yeah, and it's like one of these years. They've been terrible the past couple of years. They, they started a freshman quarterback last year. Maybe this game's tricky. Well, they're finally uh, giving themselves a new stadium, so maybe they get some of that UCF moon bounce. Uh, yeah, action going. Yeah. I'm taking SMU for now, though. Playing in the uh, old Buck Stadium ain't. Too intimidating. I'm going SMU as well. So I got him six and four. Then on Thursday night they take on Willie Fritz and his slamming hot wife. No daughter, daughter. Uh, at Yeoman Stadium. Patty C. Tricky, tricky. This game last year was. Did they play last year? Tulsa. No, they did not. No, they uh, Tulane rather. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, they won fifty-five twenty-six. Got to go SMU here. Right, but on the road, maybe a little tougher down in Nolens. Michael Pratt. Oh man, uh, the the golden locks of Michael Pratt prevailed. Do you think? Because I have what seven and four do I have right now? What did I say it was? You had him six and four, coming into this game, a Thursday nighter in New Orleans. Give me two lane on the short week, huh? Maybe that's a back to back road with a short week. Yeah. You might be right. So you got him at six and uh five and one game left. I'm taking SMU in that one. I'm taking Memphis on the final game, which is home to Memphis or I'm sorry. I'm taking SMU in the final home game, which is home to Memphis. So you got them seven and five. I got them on that Vegas number, but guess what? I lean. What do you lean? I lean over. I lean over too, baby. I, I think, yeah. Did you have Memphis winning the final game? Nope. I got uh, so you got SMU. a four. Well, probably seven and five, but 
Yeah. Eight and four. If I had to lean and I lean over because I think they could beat Navy. I think they could beat Tulane. I think they could beat Maryland. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Cameron Wheaton. Me too. Or, uh, what is it? Kamar. Uh, Kamar Wheaton. Yeah. I, w- I want to see Preston stone. That's right. I feel like you get enough of these pieces and you get a qu- uh, offensive guy that knows what to do with them. Guess what? They're Good an interesting team. Happen. I lean slight over. I can't wait to watch them. Saddle any, up, uh, saddle, saddle up, up, buddy. Hello. Any any chance that they could get Cincinnati in Dallas or sure. that they could get Houston in Dallas? I mean, if they're really they good, they definitely could get Houston. Cincinnati, like my problem, I just need to see this team become more physical. But getting Wheaton's a start. Yeah. yeah. Now, who else is uh Houston and Cincy are the two, and then there's one other that's like the odds-on favorite. UCF. UCF. Yeah. And East Carolina, which they avoid East Carolina, which is <laughs> smart for them because they would have lost. I think just by the nature of getting two of the main contenders for the uh, conference at home, if they're good enough to be in that conversation, that factors and maybe a conference championship appearance is in the works here. I'm not sure about it, but I do. <laughs> uh, I do like I, this season. I like your optimism. I like <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. I'm on the over Patty C's on the over folks. Subscribe to the college football experience. Also remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Rob Lanier is going to do great things. We're going to have a preview for those SMU Mustangs coming soon on the college basketball experience. So check it out. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the uh, sports gambling podcast. They're doing NFL futures, Cowboys, Texans. I don't know who else you root for over there. The saints. Maybe I don't fucking know chiefs. Um, Subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. They're, they're going through all 32 teams team by team. It's fantastic folks. Check it out. Also check out all of our other pods, the USFL gambling podcast. Look, they came back. The pony express can come back. Patty C uh, what else? CFL is going on right now. CFL gambling podcast, MLB gambling podcast. All right. NBA Boom. gambling podcast. You, you name it. We got it. All right. Let's get the, go to the SGPN discord, sweat out some bets with us and look folks, uh, give us a follow on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and get this. If you give us a five-star review on iTunes, which we would certainly appreciate, we'll enter you in a raffle to get a brand new gift card from the sports gambling podcast store. Yeah. How about that? How about 50 smackaroos? All right, let's do this damn thing. SMU. It's time to throw your money into football. Let's take this thing to the top. This is the college football experience. SMU Mustang style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.